Are you ready? Welcome to Radio Grognard, King Size, the OSR podcast with more stuff. With your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. It's a nice day. Oh, it's been a long time. And now you gotta revitalize your world. We'll talk about that after this. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Okay, I have a couple of regular groups, but I plan them. I don't get to run very often lately last few years, because I tend, and if I do, I tend to run a one or two shot, something like that. So it always seems, I get all these, I see all these videos and read all these books about how to do a campaign and keep the campaign going, but it's, it's, I never get it going. That's the thing. It's always, every time I run something, a one shot, it's like I'm starting over again. And it's kind of frustrating. But, there will be time when I will get my campaign going again soon. So I got to start thinking about dusting off my old campaign world. If I'm running at something other than a, a pre-published setting like uh, Hyperborea or something, if I just want to go with some other system, you know, Swords and Wizardry or OSE or something like that, I can use my, in one of my two worlds, I can use Earth, which has a little bit more development, or the Orange Coast, which I call my burner world, which means it's something, if somebody wants, hey, we want to play, will you run? I'll drag that out because I can put anything I want in there. It's a, it's a, a reasonably large area. So, <clears throat> what are you going to do? Well... First of all, you've got to familiarize yourself with what has gone before. In other words, what you have put down before. You may even have session notes that you can refer to. Now, back in the day, I was not known for taking notes. The reason I was not known for taking notes is because I would take them, and then later on, I couldn't understand what the hell I was talking about. So I would take very minimal, you know, Notes and hope I can understand it by the next session. You know, I, it's the kind of thing you you know you do it right after the right after the session, and I do it, and then I go back the next week and I go, what the what did I write? What did I write? You know, that kind of thing. So I had to basically overhaul my note taking, and you know that's that's a problem I took took with old notes. And that's why I developed the bullet point system, the way I do it. You know, bullet point one, you know, just write a brief sentence or two. Bullet point, another one, another one. That kind of thing you can actually do during game. Although I still would like, okay, guys, give me five minutes and or while they're role-playing or, or something like that amongst themselves. 
So the bullet points, I will come back and I go, oh, okay, I remember what was going on here. Because, you know, if I write just like one or two words, that ain't going to tell me jack, you know. So, so I do the bullet point thing. I give myself just enough to spur my brain on. That's the whole point of the whole thing. Whether I'm doing prep or I'm doing this, spurring my brain on. And old notes are kind of hard to decipher if you don't know how to, if you don't know how to, to, to do it at first. So then I would take my old notes and I, if I can, if I can grok them, if I, if I can suss them out, then I would rewrite them with bullet points. And those would be my new notes. If I have a new, I'm, I've even started a new, you know, I use, I use compo books a lot, the graph kind. I've been known to start a new compo book, even though I've got my old one, just because I want to rewrite everything so I can understand them. So that's why I do that. Also, look at the history of your world. I mean, if you've come up with it, have you come up with a history? Have you come up with an origin? You don't have to, you know, again, again, the bullet, bullet points, you can just write down, okay, in this year, this happened, in this year, this happened, and just bullet point, boom, 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 like that. Do you have a creation story about your world with, you know, pantheons of gods and all this other stuff and how things were created? If you don't, you might want to think about doing that. I mean, that's the, this is the kind of thing you do when you're not playing, when, I mean, when you're not running something and you don't have anything to run. You know, it's kind of like world building. I'm not the best at world building because I tend to forget about it. At the, you know, when I'm, it's it basically out of sight, out of mind. I like running games. I don't mind prep, but I'm not one to take the GM book or something and just start doing lore. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel that the only people, the only person who needs to do the, to, to, to know about the lore is me. I will parcel it out to players, but I'm not going to sit there and give them a whole 10 minute lecture on the state of the world and how it came to be. I just, I think it's boring. I hate, I hate to do it. You know, it's up there with box text. I hate to do it. So if I can, can come up with a simple history of what has gone before, and then, and then once I do that, I can actually make notes on, and I got this from Index Card RPG, make notes on what the players know if they're inhabiting this world. Common knowledge. The players know this. The players know that. The players know that these mountains came into being 100 years ago because of some cataclysm that happened um, this person this this one hero stopped the great ogre from decimating the land da, da, da. those are the kind of things that you can either tell them this is what you know or just tell what I do is like I come up with like five six things okay that they know, that they would know about the world and then just give them half of them maybe two or three this is what you know about the world and also this you know this current state of things like the elves hate the dwarves big deal you know hobbit halflings live over here and this kingdom is fighting with this king and they, this is like common knowledge stuff but the other stuff is more for adventures 
where they will discover these things. Some sage will tell them in a story, or they will go to some dungeon or ruins or temp old temple where they would discover this stuff. Somebody would tell them about it, or they would read about it, or something like that. This is what that's for. What do they know? What do you know? What do you know about the world? You're the one who's supposed to be the expert on it. So you've got to come up with this stuff. Uh, I would, just, like I said, I would come up with five or six things and you just give them half of them. You know, this is what you were told when you were little. This is what your dad told you when you became a man. Um, you know, you have to, things do, that kind of thing. It's just, you know, common, everyday knowledge. That's what you got to give the players. Then they can go for it. Then they can, we can start. Speaking of player characters, should you have pre-gens? Maybe, depending on if, if I do end up with a one or two shot, I might make pre-gens. Unless it was like, I, I, I tend to pick systems that it's easy to create a character. So if it's, if it's newbies or people I don't know, and we're, I'm just doing a one shot or something like that, I would have pre-gens. But I'd also say, hey, you want to make one? It's real simple. Five minutes, and you got a character. But I'm boom. There it is. But if you can't come up with anything, I got these here. You know, pre-gens are not just for conventions. Because they can really help things go along. Anyway, that's my kind of my ideas about, about you know, kickstarting your world again. You also got to understand figure out if you want to do it in the same same time frame as the last time you used it. I mean, if you want to push it up 200 years or back 50 years or something like that, that's up to you, but you, you know, that's the kind of thing you got to do it, you know, right up right off the bat. You can't do that like 3 sessions in. Unless unless it's part of the story. You go back in time, blah da 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 da. da. But normally you will say, "Okay, it takes place in this time frame and you guys are here." You know, if you have players who played with you before, well, yeah, but I'm, what happened? No, your characters aren't there yet. This happens 50 years before your characters are born or something to that effect. The great dragon has not decimated the land yet. So, anyway, that's my ideas for you. I got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognard.gmail.com or drop a voicemail on Spotify for podcasters. We are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. For single donations, my Ko-fi page, ko-fi.com, slash oldmangrognard, or my PayPal tip drop, paypal.me, slash oldmangrognard. Let me thank these people. They do give to me monthly. Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Gilbert Soares, and Benjamin Brodell. Thank you very much, guys. For other good podcasts, Dan Gregg's The Young, Y-U-N-G, Young Grognard Podcast, Kevin at the Red Caps Podcast, Daniel Norton's Bandits Keep Podcast, Randy and Joe's Biggest Geekest Podcast, Big John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tankar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. You got questions? You got comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. Tune in next time when Radio Grognard King Size is on the air. <laughs>